0: Welcome to Living Life. I want to begin today by asking everyone a very generic question. How is everyone feeling today? I'm sure if someone asked you this on the way out today, you'll probably answer with a very generic answer, I'm fine, all is good, I'm okay. But I want to ask you one more time, how are you truly feeling today? Is your life full of worries or are you content? Are you sad, are you hopeless, or are you life full of joy and are you content? You know, I don't know what you are coming here today with, but I do know one thing, that if God is with you, that you'll be able to feel the joy and peace that comes by standing in His presence. You know, psalm 122 is a psalm of that joy, it's a psalm of peace. Uh, it's a psalm that pilgrims sang when they arrived to Jerusalem, finally able to, able to stand in that city. And their joy didn't come just because they finished a the long and arduous journey, Their joy didn't come because they were able to finish and have this achievement. Their joy was there because they were able to stand in the presence of God at the temple and to be able to worship Him. So hopefully, that's the same joy that we're able to feel when we go into today's psalm. So as we meditate on that, let's go into today's psalm together.
1: Psalm chapter 122, verses 1 through 9. I rejoiced with those who said to me, Let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet are standing in your gates, Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built like a city that is closely compacted together. That is where the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, to praise the name of the Lord according to the statute given to Israel. There stand the thrones for judgment, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May those who love you be secure. May there be peace within your walls and security within your citadels. For the sake of my family and friends, I will say, peace be within you. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your prosperity
0: it doesn't matter where you are in Israel. If you're going to Jerusalem, people always say that you're going up to Jerusalem. Uh, There are actually two meanings behind that. One, there's a literal meaning, uh, because Jerusalem was built on a hill, it was up on a mountain, you're literally going up to Jerusalem. Uh, But there's also a spiritual aspect as well. It means that when you're going to Jerusalem, when you're ascending to Jerusalem, it means that you're also ascending to meet God who is present there. Psalm 122 today, it begins by saying, I rejoiced with those who said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet are standing in your gates, Jerusalem. The psalmist rejoices because he's finally reached his destination, his final destination, Jerusalem. Uh, Each step going there, it had this great anticipation Finally, culminating in the joy of arriving and being able to stand in the gates of Jerusalem. And once everyone arrives in Jerusalem, what do they do? They come together in praise and worship. In verse 4, it says, All the tribes will go up to Jerusalem in order to praise the name of the Lord. It means that for all the pilgrims, the goal, the number one goal, was to go there, come together to praise and worship God. You know, they were often there during those uh, feasts that they would hold in Jerusalem. And that's why they were able to, to write this psalm and to be able to sing this psalm on their way there. Uh, all those feasts, it culminated in worship to God. You know, we are called, each and every one of us, to worship God in our lives. You know, worship is not just coming to church, but it's also an attitude. It's, a, it's an attitude of surrender to God. It's a spirit of surrender to God. Uh, And you could do that alone, you could do that in groups, but there's really something special when the people of God come together as a community to worship God. You know, recently, for the first time ever in our church, uh, we held a special retreat, uh, not for our youth, but for our younger children as well. Our 4th, 5th, and 6th graders, for the very first time, uh, they went on their retreat on their own, away with the parents, away from the older children as well. And our parents... They were so worried. They asked so many questions. What are we going to do? What's going to happen? Are their safety things all prepared? And I try to allay their fears and by answering each and every one of their questions. And many even asked, you know, why? Why do we have a retreat for such children that are so young? Are they actually going to get anything out of it? Or is it just a reason for us to put them in danger somehow? Uh, but... I want to say that all those worries, all those fears were allayed when we finally got to worship on that first night. Uh, seeing those 25 children come together away from their parents, away from other children as well, coming together as a community of 4th, 5th, and 6th graders, just praising God, worshiping Him, and praying to them, praying to Him on their own. Uh, it was as if God was answering this was the reason why we have this retreat, because I've called these young children to come together as a community to worship. In today's psalm, the people come together to worship God. Uh, it begins with the rejoicing of one person, but it goes on and on, and the whole community, the whole group of people, all the pilgrims, they come together in worship. They stand united in Jerusalem with that one purpose, to worship God. If you keep on reading in verses 6 to 9, it says the people come together after worship or during worship to pray a prayer for peace. They pray for peace of Jerusalem, peace within the walls, peace for family and friends, just peace in their lives. You know, Jerusalem, the name itself, it actually means the city of peace. Uh, Peace is literally in its name. Uh, They were praying for the city to be able to fulfill its namesake. You know, we are also called to be agents of peace. Uh, But this peace is very different than the peace that the world is asking for. This is a peace that can only come from knowing who God is and knowing what His Son had done for us. Uh, The word peace, if you translate it, it actually, actually means completion. It means that knowing everything is done. It means everything is fulfilled. And that is why we are able to have this peace. It's not a peace that's based on anything of this world, but it's a peace that Scripture says transcends all understanding, because this peace comes from knowing who our Lord and Savior is. You know, we live in what I like to call an if-only world, if only. You know, if only I have this, then I'll have happiness. If only I have this, then I can have true peace in my life. If only I get this job. If only I'm able to marry this person. If only I'm able to get this raise or get whatever that I want. If only that I'm able to attain these things, then I will have peace. Uh, But that's a misunderstanding because once we get those things, we go on to the next if only. Uh, We might have got A, but now we say if only we have B. If only we have C. If only we have these. all, All these if onlys, they only lead to more if onlys. Uh, But peace has nothing to do with obtaining these if-onlys. True everlasting peace, it only comes from one and one source. It comes from the one who says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. These are the words of Jesus Christ to his disciples. It's peace that truly transcends all understandings and all situations and all contexts. It's peace that comes from knowing our Lord and Savior. That's the peace that is promised to us today. And As long as we know and rely on Jesus Christ to be our Lord and Savior, it doesn't matter what comes our way. It doesn't matter where we are. We'll always have this true everlasting peace in our hearts. Jesus says in his famous sermon on the mount, uh, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the children of God. As those who have this peace, as those who know who Jesus Christ is, we're not to just hoard this peace for ourselves. We are called to bring peace unto others. Our peace is in the knowledge of knowing that Christ is our Lord and Savior, that we are the children of God, that we are co-heirs of Jesus Christ in the kingdom of God. So today, when you are given this opportunity to give peace, let us use it and let us be able to share this peace with others. When given the opportunity, when people are angry, let us be able to speak peace into that situation. When other people are hurting, perhaps, let us be able to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and to be able to give peace unto their lives. We are called to be peacemakers, and if we are doing so, then we will be called the children of God. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we thank you so much for giving us this message. Lord, we rejoice knowing that we are with you right now, standing in your presence. And we rejoice for because we have the peace that transcends all understandings, for we know that you are our Lord and Savior. Pray, Lord Father God, in every opportunity that comes our way today and each and every day, that we are able to spread the message of peace and hope to others that we don't just hold on to this peace for ourselves, but given the opportunity, we will always share the peace that comes from knowing Jesus Christ with our words, with our actions, with whatever methods that we have, Lord. Let us be able to give peace the same way that we have received peace from you. We thank you for today's word. We thank you for today's psalm. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. She's a further and stepping in closer, CGM.